Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Thursday, July 7th, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on and on top. We are looking forward to an amazing day today. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We appreciate you dialing in and, and, and joining us, sharing it with your friends, family, coworkers, and associates there, uh, people, new folks, every single day. More people are joining in, and we're getting emails, calls, so many different things from folks just sharing how the call has been a blessing to them. So we appreciate you all for, for sharing it because we know that has a lot to do with the, with the growth of the platform and the call. As well, if you've ever missed one, you can head on over to our website, which is www.windreamscollide.com. That's windreamscollide.com. Head on over to the website. You'll see there at the top of the page, you can subscribe to become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner, by joining our mailing list there. We have free resources that we provide from time to time, guaranteed to provide you with the principles you need to design significance there and then if you scroll on down to the bottom of the home page all of the recordings for motivational moment in the morning are housed there so if you've ever missed a call you can go back and listen to every single one that we've done since we launched august 3rd 2015 so i'm excited about that and then while you're on the website head on over to straight talk woman talk you'll see there, ladies, it's an incredible kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. We have a call we do every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m. where women come together, and uh, we take the word of God, we divide it, and we apply it in a practical way. So no matter where you are in your walk, in your life, in your situations, and you can apply it to your life, understand it fully, and get the deliverance and freedom that you're looking for uh, based on whatever it is that you're going through. And so we have what's called impart sessions that are taking place right now. We'll be headed to Atlanta, Georgia on July 24th, and then Houston, Texas on August the 13th. So you can head on over to straighttalkwomantalk.com for tickets, details, and information, as well as uh, the audio recordings for every call that we've done every Monday night since we launched January 2015. It's a lot of amazing content and teaching on there. And so I definitely you will find more than enough to be able to uh, assist yourself and the women that you love and care for with whatever it is that uh, you are experiencing right now. And then uh, for those of you who are working hard every single day to, to provide and build uh, for your family, uh, provide for your household, uh, we head on over to builditforyourlastname.com. That's builditforyourlastname.com, or some people now nickname it Bifflin, <laughs> which are the initials, B-I-F-Y-L-N.com. Head on over there, and you'll see the whole movement that it is becoming my husband and I strongly believe that an inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time for folks to stop hustling for their first name and begin building something of significance for their last name, something that is that will withstand the test of time, that will live past you, okay? And so uh, if you find yourself out there doing work that's unfulfilling, that you don't love, that you don't like, you're hustling for your first name. That's it. You can't leave a legacy with something that you hate, Right. And so uh, we encourage people to, to pursue their best thing, to do their most creative work so that they can go out 
and, and just be their best selves. And so um, builditforyourlasting.com, you'll see uh, different things that we have posted there. Our most uh, exciting one that we do outside of our events, we'll have another one coming up possibly in August. But uh, we, if you click on the gear, that's G-E-A-R, the gear, you'll see our apparel line that we have, which are shirts and hats right now with the Build It For Your Last Name logo or the Bifflin logo. Um, and so you'll be able to rock your gear and represent and let everybody know, hey, I'm building for my last name. Because your last name matters, period. And ladies, if you're single, build it for your last name until he gives you a new one, right? And so you head on over there, grab your, grab your shirts. We do shipments every single day. And so uh, the ones you purchased today can go out this afternoon if you purchased it this morning. So head on on builditforyourlastname.com. Click on the gear. When you get it, take a picture, post it on social media, tag us in it so we can see it. All right, folks, let's get this call started on this morning. If you're driving, be safe. Put in your earpiece. If you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper. Um, we ask that you post your notes on social media, tag us in it, use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it. Honey, why don't you come onto the line and say good morning to our VIP. Oh, absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Did you hear me? I said I'm excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. What drives you? What drives you? Why do you do what you do? Why are you moving the way you move? Why are you waking up the way you wake up, when you wake up? What drives you? Most people get so fascinated with the cars that successful people drive that they never ask the question of what drives them. What drives you? Is it, is it cars? Is it clothes? Is it money? What drives you? Is it legacy? Is it freedom? What drives you? Is it significance? Because success is about achievement and significance is about fulfillment. What drives you? What wakes you up in the morning? Are you still waking up to an alarm clock or is your purpose pulling you up? Oh, when you find and discover purpose, when you find the reason for why you were sent to earth, when you discover the reason why you were put here, placed here on the specific spot, in the specific city, in the specific location that you're in, and you become aware of the environment, the surroundings, your gift, your talent, your skill, what you do, not only what you do, but who you are, what you do, speak so loudly we can't hear what you say what drives you? It's nothing like being around a person that has no drive. They have no drive. Nothing moves them. Nothing is, is causing them to take the next step in life. They have pulled over on the proverbial side of the road of life, whereas they died at 25 and are waiting until 70 to be buried. What drives you? You can look into their eyes and see there's nothing there. They're a wandering generality and not even a many meaningful specific. And the critical question you have to ask yourself is everything that you do, there's a, it is done for either the avoidance of pain or the pursuit 
of pleasure. Every single thing that you and I do, we do it in the avoidance of pain or in the pursuit of pleasure. What drives you? Are you driven for achievement? Are you driven for fulfillment? What is, what is really driving you? What's going to make the difference for you? We, we understand that you can be externally motivated, but you must be eternally or internally driven. You can be externally motivated, but you must be internally driven. And that's why the critical question this morning is, what drives you? We, we know what drove Dr. Martin Luther King. We understand what drove him. He, he was after civil justice. He was after equal opportunity. He was after the American dream. He wanted to make sure that everything that was written in the Constitution, that it was embodied and represented in the spirits and in the lives of everyday people, African-American, Caucasian, Asian, Latinos. He said, we all have been created equally as according to the Constitution. We understood what drove him. That's why no matter what happened, in spite of his, in spite of his tiredness, he continued to press. In spite of the spit, in spite of the stones, in spite of the attacks, he still was driven. We know what drove Mother Teresa, the five-foot-one school teacher that decided to leave the comfortability of teaching a school and step into the marketplace to touch lives. We understood what drove her. We understood how she went from being a school teacher to addressing the United Nations. You've got governments around the world meeting to listen to her lecture and talk about humanity, talk about civilization, talk about, you know, programs that were supposed to be used to empower and to touch lives. But my question for you is what, what drives you? What drives you? Are you driven by fame? Most people want a stage and not a platform. A stage is for entertainment. A platform is for empowerment. In other words, a stage is for entertainers, but a platform is for empowerers. What drives you? Do you want to be known or do you want to be remembered? Do you want to be known or do you really want to be remembered? See, you're known temporarily because of the, the cars you drive, the, the house you live in. You're known temporarily because of the clothes you wear. You're known temporarily because of your stuff, but you're remembered because of your substance. You're remembered because of the lives you touch. You're remembered for the inheritance you left for people and the legacy you left in people. What drives you? You can't take your style to the grave. You can only take substance to the grave. What drives you? Is it the values, the visions? What drives you? See, uh, yes, thousands of people die every single day because of what they eat. But millions more die because of what's eating them. What drives you? What gets you up in the morning? What keeps you up at night? Why are you having crying closet moments and people don't understand? What drives you? The blind man in the Bible was screaming out, Son of David, have mercy on me. He broke protocol. See, when you discover what drives you, you break protocol, number one. 
when you discover what drives you, I don't fit into the context of protocol. I don't sound like everybody else. I don't do what everybody else does. I don't go where everybody else goes. I zig when they zag. Why? Because I've got a force on the inside of me that's causing me to move when I don't feel like moving. It's causing me to do when I don't feel like doing. It causes me to go when I feel like staying still because I've discovered what drives me. He said, son of David. And they told him, be quiet, boy. That's not protocol. Be, be quiet, boy. It's not protocol, young lady, to be doing what you're doing. It's not protocol to go to work or go to the job and put in those hours and come home and then go to work. Why, dear? Because your job is what you're paid for, but your work is what you are made for. What drives you? What drives you? What makes you move? See, most people know how to operate and they understand the functionalities of their iPhone and their Android phone better than they understand the functions and how their life ought to operate. Most people I have discovered invest more time planning a vacation than they do planning their life. <coughs> what drives you? What drives you? What do people say about you that's positive? If we were to poll your closest five friends, what things would they say in common, even if they were not in the same room about you because of the life you lived and not just the words you spoke in. What drives you? Are you really driven? See, when you study the lives of people that have made an impact, because in, income is only derived by impact. When you see a person that has a large income, typically they have a large impact, either directly or indirectly. I'm not talking about those that have inherited things. I'm not talking about those that just receive the benefits of someone else's hard labor, blood, sweat, and tears. I'm talking about not the self-made. I'm talking about the God-made multimillionaires and billionaires. I'm talking about those of us that are out there pounding the pavement, touching lives, giving of ourselves, giving of our time, giving of our energy, leaving what Les Brown calls his energy signature on the heart and canvases of people's imaginations. When you poll these people, and you look at their calendar of events. You look at their life. You look at what they stand for. Because I'm more interested on what you stand on than I am what you stand for. What you stand for can be posted, but what you stand on can be seen. What drives you? One of the things that they always say about Michael Jordan is that he was driven. A lot of people think that it was talent. It was talent. He had a modicum of talent, but he was so driven that he maximized the moments that he had. Every time that they would compare Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan, they would think Kobe Bryant had an insatiable work ethic. He would watch film daily to study the greats that came before him. Why? Because you don't need to know how to draw success. You simply need to learn how to trace it. They said he would study tapes of the grace that came before him. He would practice on his shot every single day so that if you practice or the harder you sweat during practice, the less you bleed during battle. In other words, I am, and I am prepared for what I prayed for because I understand what drives me. My question for you is what drives you?
What really drives you after you've received the money? You've got the money coming in. All of your bills are paid. Your cars are paid for. Your home is paid for. You've traveled to 100-plus countries. You've experienced that. You've given away tithes and offerings. You've given more in a month than people give in five years. What drives you? Is it fortune fame? Or is it building it for your last name? The question you need to answer this morning is what drives you? That's an amazing question. What drives you? What's your motivation? The root word of motivation is motive, which means a reason for doing something, especially one that is hidden or not obvious. Motive means a reason for doing something, especially one that is hidden and not obvious. It's an internal drive. It's a matter of the heart. Why you can't, a person can't see what's inside of you. It's not obvious. You can be silent and still have a strong motive. The scripture tells us in Proverbs 21 and 2, every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. Your motive is in your heart, period. Whatever your heart is set on, is what's going to direct what path you take next. That's your motive. Proverbs 16 and 2, all the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Your spirit man, your inner man, your heart, that's, that's where your motivation is. That, that's where your drive comes from. You, you, you'll see uh, a lot of times in, in sports and stuff where the, the underdog wins. And you'll hear commentators talk about, man, they got heart because you'll look at the kid and size them up, and based on what they look like on the outside, there's no way they can win. There's no way they can succeed, and especially, you know, you got the Summer Olympics going on. There's going to be so many stories of people who were counted out, but they decide to count themselves in. Why? Because of their heart. So, so sometimes you can you can feel, you know, that that a person will never make it. And then they, they, they achieve it, they accomplish it, and you realize, wow, they got more heart than talent. Because a lot of times, and I would say, I would venture to say majority of the time, that's it. That's the foundation. If your heart is set on something, there's really nothing that can stop you. You'll find a way to make it happen. And whatever you don't have, you'll find somebody who does to get the goal accomplished, to, to, to get the task done at hand. Listen, if you want to build it for your last name and leave a true legacy, your motives must be clear. They must be clear. Philippians 2 and 3 tells us do nothing from selfish or empty conceit through factional motives or strife, but with an attitude of humility, being neither arrogant nor self-righteous. Regard others as more important than yourself. A lot of people's motives are just selfish. They only want what's best for them. And that's it. And it's okay to want the best things out of life. But when your best comes at the cost of making somebody else worse, now there's a problem. Because you're not winning for the sake of winning. You're winning for the sake of everybody else losing. That's a that's a dangerous person to be around. That is a dangerous person to be around. Whereas they don't they they want to be the only ones winning. Why? Because they're 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 so insecure. They got to have all the attention and all the focus. Their motive is is wrong. Their heart is not right for the people. 
everything you do has a motive behind it. Everything. Most people are like, I don't have no motive. Yes, you do. Every, even the most simplest things. Think about it. You had a motive when you first saw your, your now spouse. When they walked into the room on, for, for your first date, you had a motive then. You knew what you wanted to do with them. Maybe it was holding hands. Maybe it was kiss. Maybe it was something else. Now they're your spouse. You had intentions on it going past just that first date. You had a motive, period. Not, motives aren't always bad. Most people are like, what's your, what's your motive? What's your angle? It's not always a negative thing. It's just simply a matter of the heart. That's why you got to test the spirit. You got to test the spirit of the people that you're around. So you have a better understanding of what, what you're, what you're getting from them, what energy you're getting from them. And if you have a strong spirit of discernment, you'll be able to pick up on what direction their heart is in toward when it comes to you. You, you had a motive when you went in the interview for your job. Yes, you sure did. You put on your best suit. You put on your work voice because you got two different voices. You know that, right? You got your off work voice and then you got your work voice. Your work voice is very proper and professional and very sharp and well put together. And then your off work voice is just real relaxed, real cool, real chill. You may, you know, use poor grammar or, or slang and things like that. You know, you, so, so, so there's a motive there. You were intentional about walking into that interview. And some people just flat out lie when they get in there. Why? Because they want the job. That's their motive. That's their reason for doing something. As the dictionary describes it, a reason for doing something, especially one that is hidden and not obvious. It's an internal drive. So what's, what's, what's your internal drive? What's, what's moving you forward? What's causing you to wake up every day? And go into the job that you that you had a motive for that you don't like, <laughs> but you got to do it because you got to pay the bills. You you had a motive when you went and you sat down to meet with the banker to get a loan for your new business. You sure did. It was very clear. And and, and listen, your business plan was based on what your motives are. It was based on that internal drive. What was in your heart? See, you got to identify what that thing is, ladies and gentlemen. For some of you, it's hidden so deep, you don't even know where to begin to find it. I understand. It's been a long time since you decided to step out and do anything. You've been, you know, just kind of just following the crowd instead of doing your own thing. Don't go where the path may lead you. Go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. That's that's what it is. If, if nothing before you shows you the way to go, create your own way. It's okay. You you don't have to always do what everybody else does, but you got to do something. You can't just you can't just sit on sit on your laurels and, and just wait for life to to happen to you. No, you have to have an internal drive. For some people, they don't get driven to to produce more to provide for their family until their back is up up against the wall period. They have to be just a sneeze away from foreclosure before it kicks in that, man, I got to do something different. Don't let it get that bad. Find something, something that's, that's, that's almost self-sabotage. When you wait for it to get horrible like that, no, make a change now. Do something different now. Find something that will drive you now. Like it's, it's, you know, the most challenging thing that um, I've seen a lot of successful people have to deal with 
is that once they achieve big levels of success, is continuing to be driven. Like, what do you do when you already have everything that you wanted? Well, what do you do when you have the dream house and cars and dream vacations and vacation homes and family and all that kind of stuff? Like, what do you do then? That's what my husband was talking about. Because all those things are now achievement. That's success. But now you got to go and pursue significance and get fulfillment. How do you get fulfillment? You turn your heart right towards the people, and you go and you teach other people how to do what it is that you've done. Because once you now have it all, go show somebody else who doesn't. And I promise you, if you get around people who are in the hunt still, their drive will begin to drive you. For those of you who are in limbo right now on your motivation, you're not sure which way to go, what to do, you're not excited, just get around somebody who's on fire. Get around somebody who is excited about something and let that rub off on you. That will help you determine what drives you. Honey? Either you will discover what drives you or you're going to be driven by someone who has discovered what drives them. What drives you? External motivation will only last for a moment. Nothing wrong with motivation. Zig Ziglar says we all need motivation at least once a day. If motivation is like a shower, you need it once a day to get rid of the negative things that come come along your way. But today I'm asking you a more important question, more significant question, a qualifying question. What drives you? We don't figure out what drives you. You're going to stay in park. You're going to continue to go aimlessly through life, not having distance nor direction. It's exactly what Les Brown meant when he says many people fail in life not because they aim too high and miss. It's because they aim too low and they hit. And many never even aim at all. What drives you? Are you going to be in the same place in 2017 that you found yourself in 2016? Changed in most people's lives since 2009. Because if nothing changes, nothing changes. The changes you will make today, the changes you are faced with, the changes that come upon you will come only when you discover and embrace what drives you. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.